Attention bourbon lovers, are you ready for a taste sensation like no other? Old Raleigh Distillery, recently awarded Best Micro Distillery in the U.S., invites you to experience the art of whiskey blending firsthand. Located just east of Raleigh in downtown Zebulon, the distillery specializes in premium, micro-batch bourbon, and limited-release whiskeys. Visit the tasting room Tuesday through Sunday to savor a wide variety of whiskeys, specialty cocktails, wine, and beer. And don't miss a chance to peek behind the curtain with a tour of the blending operation every Saturday and Sunday at 1 and 2 p.m. For more information and to plan your visit, visit OldRaleighDistillery.com. Follow on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Old Raleigh Distillery for exclusive updates and behind-the-scenes content. Old Raleigh Distillery, where every sip tells a story. If I'm in the top 27% and I'm trying to like at least listen to them every week, who are all these people that are listening to it more than me? And Annabeth comes in and says, I'm in the top 4%. I know. (laughs) And without a script, without anything, I don't know what I was thinking and randomly just thought, well, that won't make it in. They'll cut that for sure. You're listening to Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I'm your host, Gina Stevens. You may know Raleigh Magazine, but what you may not know is how we get our stories. It's all inside baseball. You'd be surprised what people will tell us. Our MO is telling stories no one else is telling. So this podcast is where you get the inside access to stories you won't read anywhere else. So let's dive into some of Raleigh Magazine's biggest stories. Sometimes the only way to move forward is to actually look back. And what better time to reflect than at the end of the year? Here with me today to talk about some of the best and worst podcast episodes and moments in 2023 is Editor-in-Chief Melissa Hausen. Melissa, I guess thanks for joining me. right? (laughs) Who doesn't love to roast themselves? Exactly. (laughs) It's always interesting to see what episodes people like the most and the ones that we actually like the most. It doesn't always align. In fact, I will share the episode that had the fewest listeners this year was the one I enjoyed the most, and so did the producer, and so did Melissa. Yeah. It was the distillery tasting episode. (laughs) I mean, it was so fun. We were talking about distilleries across North Carolina. Um, We'd done a story. They shipped us bottles. I didn't have ice, so we were tasting (laughs) it hot straight out of the bottle. And some of them were really good, and some of them weren't. Yeah, and I understand. Like, maybe you're thinking, like, why do I want to listen to you drink? I'm not drinking with you. But I also think, like, oh, my God, we just tasted all these liquors for you so that you don't have to. Yeah, that way you don't go drop $30, $50 on a bottle that we can tell you is not worth it. And we were funny because, I mean, we had funny reactions. she thinks she's funny. (laughs) Have you figured that out? Doing this podcast, we've learned that Melissa thinks she's funny. I'm not saying she's not. Gina does not think Melissa's funny. No, I I do. (laughs) My kids tell me all the time, Mom, you're not funny. You're not I, well, funny. I do think you're funny, but I don't Sarcastic know. Sarcastic is different than funny. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. But it, but it is interesting. There are some themes. We pulled the list of the top 10 podcasts that we've done this year in terms of listeners. There are some real distinct themes to it. Oh, for sure. But are we going to start with that no, or the flubs? No. Go ahead. She want to talk. She wants to tell you about all of our flubs. You always say, "Don't tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like." And it's kind of it sounds rude. It's like when somebody tells you, "Oh, you look pretty," and you go, "Oh, it's cheap." I just you know, you really should say thank you. And people always walk up and they'll go, "You know, I really love the podcast," or "I really like the magazine." I'll listen. I'll go thanks, and I'll go. So tell me what you don't like, because we learn more from that. 
Yeah. I remember when the like I would come to you with feedback and I would be so excited and you'd be like, that's great. What don't they like? And I said, I'm did like, you what? ask them what they don't like? And she goes, no, I'm not asking what they don't like. I don't want to hear it. I mean, I do now. I get it now. But I was so surprised by that at first. And we're we're coming on three years this month. So yeah. that we've been together doing Three years doing working this. together. I know. It's crazy, yeah. right? But so, yes. So now I've adopted some of that. I understand the mentality. But so let's talk about what we don't like. <laughs> let's talk about some of the flubs. Which one do you want to start with? Well, I think the worst <laughs> one for me was that we had a podcast scheduled with Jennifer Martin from Shop Local Raleigh. Um, and it was the day that the news broke that there would not be a Raleigh Christmas parade. Right. And... I have been friends with Jennifer for years, and I called her and I said, you ready to talk now? And she goes, yep, I'm ready. And I said, you sure? And she said, yep. What time? So we set a podcast time, and God bless her. You know, her day, as soon as the news broke, everyone out there from city council to city planners to shop local board members to sponsors of the parade were like, she was on the phone. It was going crazy. But I kept reaching out. We're good, right? We're good. So I'm all hot. I mean, I'm like, here, I've got everything we can talk about and the list of what we can't talk about. And she doesn't show. And that was that was a day. That was a domino effect. That was well. This, I had rearranged my whole day that yeah. day. Sawyer was you had, your son. Was you had at to pick school. my son up from school because his bus got yeah they, no bus. It was also the same day that uh, I almost got a wreck and my laptop landed in yes. uh, sixteen ounces of fluid. I mean, it was a day. So by the time we get to three thirty, oh, and uh, there's a no show on the podcast. And, and, like, and, and folks, oh. we're taping the podcast. It's going to air three days right, from now. It's right. not like we have a lot of flexibility. And so I looked at Cece and I'm like, what are we going to do? I said, we got to tape something. I'm not going to listen to myself talk for 20 minutes. And she goes, well, let's talk about the state fair. I was like, all right. And without a script, without anything, and that episode many of you listened to and actually liked. Yeah. I felt like we we didn't have time. Both of us grew up here. So... One's very old and one's not. Um, but, but we both had had experiences going to the state fair every year. We knew what food we liked. Did we get the names of booths right? And we had no script, no no producer looking stuff up for us to help us. We were on the fly. <laughs> and I, of course, Jennifer calls right as we're finishing and says, I'm really sorry. I'm like, okay. I said, you ready to talk? She goes, no. I'm like, okay. And I understood what she was going on, and ultimately we ended up having a Christmas parade. And I'm pretty sure it all transpired that day. But you got to be you got to be nimble. I do think that there's a way that there could have been a podcast about what was going on without being definitive one way or another. I mean, it was a hot topic that went on and on and on until the parade happened. So I mean, it still would have been a great conversation. It would have been, but I I I get sensitive. But as I say, you got to be willing to be nimble and move and change and adapt. And thank God Cece was willing to talk with me. Yeah. I mean, that's true for the magazine too, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, there you don't get a story at the last minute. You better write a new one. But besides that, um, you just mentioned scripts. When we first started this, we have like 90 episodes now, I think. I was looking yesterday. And when we first started, I remember we were like, we didn't. We didn't know, we didn't know not, what we were doing. Yeah. We had actual scripts. We didn't read them. No. But that was the problem. It was like you felt like you kind of had to stay right. in and order. And I didn't follow order. No, Gina really. never stayed in order. I and never then I would order. get flustered and confused, and I didn't know what we talked about and what we didn't. And I started, I started, you remember this? I started writing check marks next to the things we talked about so I could go back and find A little bit passive aggressive with the ink pen, too. Like, <laughs> no. 
you're out of order. No. I'm like, but, but, but I think that also was a good thing because it got yeah. us to the point where it's like, we don't need a script. However, when you have these, you know, we just, we just actually recorded one um, today which is like five foodie exclusives. You've got to have some notes. You can't, I mean, we know all this content, but it's a lot. It's a lot of specific details. And we did, and what you're talking about was we, this was our development issue. Yeah. And there were 15 projects coming out of the ground. Yeah. I mean, please, you can't memorize that. No. And, and, and so there's a lot of detail with it. And so I think you, and I'm loosey goosey, not that I'm loosey goosey with facts. I just mean I'll say it and go, yeah, that whatever. And Melissa's like, I think we said there's a pickleball court at this spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We were talking about Ironworks and Salvage Yard, and there's like 30 pieces of paper in our laps. And at this point, I'm not going to say where they are because I don't want to have the same flub. But anyway, she says something, and I'm like rapidly trying to read that Flipping part paper. of the feature. And I'm like, I think that's not right. And I, you know, I don't want Grub to be frustrated right. with us. And and so I got so flustered. This is probably only a couple developments into the whole podcast. We still have like 10 to talk about. Oh, yeah. She's flustered. And I was so flustered. And so I think that's the thing, too, is just like, I think we've gotten better about like stopping. Like if we did that exact thing, we just did that a minute ago. If right. we did that exact thing that we realized like this isn't live radio, like we can actually stop and say, hold on a minute, let's figure this out. Right. So, but it is usually me and you or you and somebody from the team sometimes, though we have it is it is different. Visitors. <laughs> I um I I've done a couple with Lauren mm-hmm. and we've gotten you know, when I take I take Lauren's paper away and I don't give her any notes. Yeah. Because otherwise she follows the script because she's trying to get it all right. And I'm like, just sit here and talk to me just like if we were at the office. Yeah. And so that's that's gotten easier. But when we have someone, a guest, and we don't do it often, you've got I always like to say, you gotta be big and famous and somebody worthwhile. You're not gonna be the direct executive director of any organization just because there are hundreds of podcasts across town right. that do that. And that's not we don't want to do the same thing. And we don't do interviews. We don't. Right. And but we've had a couple this year about really big, important projects with us. And you and I have learned to talk in sound bites. Mm-hmm. I worked in TV for years. You know, it's like I need two sentences from you, concise, mm-hmm. and stop talking after that. You and know, we don't mind, like, interjecting and no. reading the body language because we're used to doing it. Yes. But when there's somebody else and you don't want to be rude and they're going on and on and on <laughs> and on and and you can't find a natural place i feel rude and i've been accused of interrupting people so i try really hard not to interrupt people so you're going uh, uh. <laughs> and so it's really hard i'm sure the editors have a field day with that um <laughs> actually cc was just saying because so i listened to the previews before they and so listening to those previews not having been in the room not having been on the podcast yeah i have to say there were times where i was like okay okay and but Cece was just saying, like, you can't really trim them because no. they're getting to a point that they're if They're making they, a point. It's right. just taking them a little while to get right. there. And I know you, so I could actually hear. You were like, can you hear me breathing? And I was like, well, I knew. I could just tell from the way the conversation was going that you were like, okay, I, I need to say something. Well, and I but, just want to break it up and ask another question. Like, lead yeah. them to a shorter answer because I know it'll keep it interesting. And you well, for sure. It. But no, I don't think the public could tell that you were. Did they have notes or something? Because no, and I, they don't look at me. That's what I was gonna say. If they were looking at you, how could they not tell you wanted to interject? Right. That's the thing. It's almost like you're wishing, like you and I sit here and kind of look at each yeah. other, and you can tell. I know when you want to start, and yeah, they're looking off at CC or out the door, just thinking oh. and dreaming. And so yeah. it's a little bit harder to interject. That's something I haven't figured out how gracefully to handle. 
Yeah. I figured, I figured Cece needs a bell over there that she goes, ding, Ooh, that's that sound bite's too long. That's a good yeah. idea. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And that's actually another thing, too, about, like, when we were having more show flows, oh, then we were thinking more. This is actually a positive, ultimately, but we I found myself at least thinking more about, like, either you said something that I would, like, try really hard to remember what I wanted to say without interrupting you, or I'd be, like, trying to remember what I was supposed to do next and maybe not have completely right. taken the opportunity. Right, listening to each other. Yeah, and now we, yeah, now I feel like it's more of a conversation and maybe we don't end up saying something we planned, but it's okay. Yeah. You know, because it's more like you can have a plan, but you can stray from it. So, but I think those are definitely the biggest flubs that come to mind. The other funny moment is we talked about something that I didn't think was going to make it into an episode. It's the C word. Oh, I knew. Oh, that was funny though. I know it's funny, and I've had more people comment to me about that conversation, about words that used to be— Yeah, do you know, can we say again, not the word, but that it is now not a bad word? Well, I mean, it is for us, it's, but like— Yeah, words they, that are used to be horrible and now ha- are, are, are less— Yeah, like bitch or nerd, but apparently Gen Z has decided that the see you next Tuesday word is like a compliment. Listen, when they told me that in the office, I was like, you, get out. You're kidding. Well, I we had this <laughs> conversation true. on the podcast, and I just, I don't know what I was thinking, and randomly just thought, well, that won't make it in. They'll cut that for sure. And then people were like, I didn't know that about, and I didn't even know that that was see you next Tuesday is what that meant. And I was like, oh, my God. That was the best part. So I said see you next Tuesday in the office, and they, the Gen Zs in the office were like, what? what? Like, they took me literally. And they I didn't was like, know what that meant. I'm like, no, it's an acronym. And they were like, oh. Now yeah. they say it. Now they think it's hilarious. Yes. But, you know, but anyway, I ended up going on TikTok and, like, seeing this and was like, I, I mean, it's mystifying. But— <laughs> I mean, of all the words, but do you think that people originally felt that way about bitch? Like, do you think that, like, our grandmothers were like, oh, my God. Like, I don't know that I will ever get comfortable using the C word in a friendly way. <laughs> How is that ever going to be a compliment after all these years? I don't get it. Cece's like, give me a mic. <laughs> I still don't think bitch is a compliment. I mean, I get it. It's like if you're talking, girls are talking to girls and it's like you're being funny. Yeah, it's kind of like you've, you've almost like reclaimed it to a degree, you know, like taking something that used to be so like, I'm sorry, I have the most whack mic set up right now. It used to be so like offensive, but now it's like, it's empowering almost, I think is kind of where it comes from. But yeah, you'll be like, she's serving. Like, see you next Tuesday. Like, she looks like a bad girl. Like, yeah, that's she's what serving. She's you know? serving. And then the word. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's positive. It's <laughs> but also, there's still definitely still times where people who say that will say when somebody is not being a nice person that right. they are being a senior I think it, next it's Tuesday definitely well. a, gener- gotcha. a generational thing. It's yeah. definitely a generational thing. I guess it's true with bitch, too. Like, you can still actually say that in a cruel way, you know? Well, that's— Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. It's the same thing. You can be like, that's my bitch, or like, you're, you're be being a bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can do both. A local icon since 1949 and where Raleigh comes to celebrate, savor, and enjoy. Village District is celebrating 75 years of tradition and taste. You can join the celebration for their 75th anniversary on Saturday, April 20th from 3 to 8 p.m. on Woodburn Road. Enjoy live music, pop-ups, a kid-friendly area, and the launch of their Village 75 beer, exclusively brewed by Standard Beer and Food. 
For more event details and other Village District happenings, you can follow Village District on Instagram at Shop Village District, visit their website at shopvillagedistrict.com, or sign up to receive texts by texting the word Village to 919-701-0202. into the mix of your go-to hot spots with signature craft cocktails and neat pours, 12 rotating craft beers and eight rotating fine wines, plus cider and bubbles. The mix has the perfect pour for everyone. Take flight with beer, wine, whiskey, mezcal, and tequila. Or not in the spirit, craft cannabis gummies and high seltzers also invite. Sprawl out on the patio, post up on the couch with your laptop on a weekday, Catch the big game on multiple TVs or cozy up in the wine library for an upscale paired tasting. Weekly events keep the good times coming from tastings to live music and more. For the full lineup of events and offerings, visit BottleMix.com. Yes, with two X's. So that's BottleMixX.com. That's the other thing. When we first started this, it was like, how casual do you get? And we had people say, I can't believe you used the word shit on the podcast. And I was like, what? And it was interesting that hell was fine and damn was fine, but shit wasn't. And it was just really interesting the things that bothered some people and don't bother others. So it's been a learning process. Yeah, I think we went a stretch where we didn't because we were and people were commenting on it. And and I found myself getting like self-conscious about it. But the Rialto episode just dropped. And I didn't realize while we were recording that we said shit. And then when, during the preview, I realized that you said it. And it was so, it was it's like, it natural. was fluid and natural. That's like, I think that's the point. You know, it's not, you're not coming on here to cuss, to improve any, or to I impress anybody. I think that anybody. says something yeah. about me, though. Well, well, well no. You know, they say people to are, be like a natural conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And if you say that naturally, then that is okay. And I think yeah. most people do. And if you yeah. say that you don't, I just honestly don't Well, and yeah, you. there's research out there that says that, Smarter people curse. That's true. Oh, we're so, geniuses then. Exactly. Yes, sure. And I mean, it's not like we're dropping F-bombs. I think no. like a hell here or whatever isn't that big of a deal. But. Don't let what I dropped earlier in the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah she did drop She did drop a bomb I, I was trying to tape a, a spot and it took three times to get the word sources out. Yeah. But I mean, we're not really a G-rated publication or podcast. Nope. And so nope. I don't think we need to pretend to be. But September was a turning point. September was a turning point. Um, lots of you found us. Yeah. People kept telling me when we started, Jason and Cece, I was like, no one's listening. They're like, people are listening. You have to have about, you got to get a bunch of episodes. You got to stay out there and you got to stay with it. Most people give up and quit. And September, we were supposed to start having videos and we didn't, which is kind of a good thing, like you said, because <laughs> if the videos had started, we'd have thought, oh, okay, it was the videos that made people start. My kids had been nagging me that they list, they watch podcasts. I'm like- whole point of a podcast is you don't watch it you listen to it and they're like yeah but it's kind of cool and they're like you need video you need video and I'm I don't really love seeing myself on video yeah same but <laughs> you know what it is what it is right yeah. I mean it really makes a huge difference if, if for social alone like if we put up these static images of the podcast that just was like you might as no, well but, just not bother right but all of a sudden, we put up these videos, and one of them started a straight war on our Instagram because what we also oh, know about God. people is with social media, 
they don't often read the whole article. They don't go to the link in bio or they don't go download the whole podcast. So you and Lauren had done a podcast on downtown crime and this one clip created a war, but there were people in the comments saying like, did y'all listen to the podcast or right. read the story? It was just the one snippet. It was because of that snippet. But at the end of yes. the money feature, there's clips of like lifestyles. So people weren't mad about it. They were just like, oh, did you think to ask this person or did you think to ask this person? And I read every comment. And at the end, there were like two or three people like, did you even bother to click on the link? It was hilarious because people don't, they know, don't go beyond. So the videos are great, but they also pigeonhole they an do. episode into like 30 seconds. So we're still navigating that. But but yeah, I mean, it really skyrocketed. It did. For us, I mean, we're still finding, finding our way, but we've got lots of listeners and we appreciate it. And hopefully you'll keep listening. Yeah. And I mean, listen, Spotify rap just came out. Oh my God. Uh, she catches like, she came right in my office. Listen to this. <laughs> so I think this is fascinating because I don't listen to them necessarily always like on Spotify or whatever, because I do have the previews. But anyway, I try to listen to them every week and I was still in the top 27%. So I go and tell Gina, if I'm in the top 27% and I'm trying to like, at least listen to them every week, who are all these people that are listening to it more than me? And Annabeth comes in and says, I'm in the top 4%. I know. <laughs> God love her. She has to do it for work, though. I'm like, would you listen to it? I said, I can't wait. She goes, well, I got a video from Taylor Swift, though. I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Whoever your top musician was, you got a video. I got a video from Luke Combs. Yes. It's very exciting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we joked that next year we should have a video from Gina. So that way, if your favorite <laughs> podcast is on Spotify. Exactly. Then you'll get a thank you video you from Gina. You. Yeah, I think there's something great. better we can send them than that. But, um, <laughs> but you said there were themes to what. Well, and I think and what, what we figured work. out also is we're journalists, right? So clever, cutesy titles don't work for podcasts. No, they do not. I mean, the worst, one of the worst podcasts we did. It's so funny. People love to learn about new food and beverage from us, but when we did one called. Tea time, bites and bars coming, or just tea time, bites and bars. Yeah, no one listened. And yeah. I'm like, clearly, Cece thought it was about golf time. <laughs> and we also realized that the stadium series was of very little interest to people. That surprises me. I think the people who were going, oh, yeah, you know, had already gone and knew all the details, and the ones who weren't going, you know, were jealous and didn't want to listen. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe that's sort of the same idea as the distillery tasting. Yeah. Like, I'm not sitting there drinking with you. But in terms of the ones that did really well, there's really a theme of yes. what's coming out of the ground and or what's opening. People are very excited about. Well, and I think what we found out is reveals. Mm -hmm. Obviously, when we're sharing best restaurants, best bar nominations, um, you know, those sort of exclusive yeah. reveal things people are anxious to listen to. I think it's crazy that the things we shouldn't have to say yeah. is one of the top 10. You guys remember that one? It was um, like babies in bars and things like that and, yeah. and social media. And that actually went viral on Twitter. Yes. And that, I don't remember when that aired, but I do think that one was a launch pad for a lot of what followed. Um, Buyer Beware was right after that. Yes, and that that's was about malicious, Melissa's toenails. My toenails and also what happened to your son yep. with the, um, yep, Cece's going and, through. And that one, <laughs> you know, I can't tell you how many people have said to me, I stopped getting um, 
gel pedicures. Gel pedicures. Mm-hmm. I will never ever do it. And and I'm sure that I have made every nail salon I go to angry. But when somebody says, "I'm oh, do you want a gel?" I'm like, "Nope." And I, nobody in here should get one. Yeah, <laughs> I've had so many yeah. people tell me that they did that. They're like, "I think I'm going to get kicked out of a salon." But I think that we did one on who really works for you, which was a conversation between you and I about mm-hmm. introverts and extroverts and knowing what really getting to know your people, you might think they're extroverts when they're really not. You know, it's funny, you know, people are listening to because now people say things to me like, if I can't do something, like I have other plans, they'll be like, oh, do you need to recharge your social battery? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so fun. Like, I'm like, okay, right. The podcast. Yeah. That's the other funny thing is that over the last six months, especially, more people, like at the Cocktail Classic, there were people there yeah. who said, oh, I've listened to, you know, I listen to all the podcasts. Every Tuesday morning, I listen to it on the drive-in, and they have specific questions, or they'll go, oh, I loved it when Melissa said this. or And so that's, you know, you're starting to hear more of that. Yeah. Um, and it's also a little scary. It can think. be creepy, yeah. I mean, we've talked about that, about that before, like dating. People oh, yeah. can go down the wormhole and know a whole lot about you. Um, yeah, because we yeah. end up sharing a whole lot. yeah. But, I mean, we also do get a lot of good feedback that what people enjoy about the podcast is, like, our ability to say how we relate to, the, like, the Rialto episode. Yeah. Having a lot of knowledge of the city, you know, living here for right. a long time. Some experience. And, right. And so I think it makes it more interesting. But, yeah, it definitely makes us more vulnerable. It does. And uh, the other things that have been popular, anything we do about Fayetteville Street, about anything coming out yeah. of the ground, Blue Ridge, people love that. They are excited about it. I mean, they might— Bitch about, it, you know, new shiny stuff and something being <laughs> right. torn down. You can't make everybody happy. But the reality is they want to hear about it. They want to know what's coming. When I walked in, I saw across the street that pe- the pizza place, Benny's, and on the window across it, it says uh, Fayetteville Street, North Carolina's Main Street. Have you mm-hmm. noticed that? Yes. I, has it been there? Has that said that for a long time? Well, that's what we started saying when, yeah, when we, we, said did it. That, we did that story with um, LM. Yeah. When did they paint that there, though? Um, I think it's been probably a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. It's not been that okay. long. Okay. Oh, no. I feel like I would have seen that before. But yeah, because we started calling it, so 2022, I think yeah. that was the first time we called it Main Street. And I love that it's actually on the street now. Yeah. That's cool. It is very cool. Yeah. It's been fun. I mean, I will say I was not an eager beaver to start this. I knew we needed to do it. I really <laughs> was not. I just could not figure out for the life of me how we were going to do this. Just time and content and keeping it interesting. And it has turned out to be a great, another great way for us to share the content your department turns out. I mean, the oh. way their editorial team. And so, you know, some people aren't going to read. Right. They just aren't. So yeah. at least this is a way we can reach those people. So yeah, I am excited about it. And I'm excited for us to do some cool stuff. I have some ideas. I made a list of ideas for next year that I haven't shared with anybody. So, oh. And we'll be back on here talking about best bars and the winners not too far in the future, but we're extending voting. Yes. So this one's for the procrastinators. Yes. If you <laughs> haven't voted, you have time. It will close at midnight on December 31st. Yep. Um, for so real. You can, for real. If you haven't voted, then don't call me. Um, <laughs> but you can vote for best bars in any category or, and, of course, best bartender and best overall bar, RaleighMag.com. Yep. And the voting's tight, so get your ballot in. Absolutely. Send some rapid fire. Yeah. So I, I have to ask, of all the episodes we've done together, what was your favorite podcast episode? Oh, boy. I think, even though it was difficult, my favorite that we've ever done is actually the Buyer Beware because, like, 
listening to you talk about, like you had a hard time talking to mm-hmm. us about what had happened to Sawyer. And I did. so listening to you talk about that to the audience and it just, it was really moving. Well, I thought the same thing about you. You shared something super personal that was really hard in an effort to keep other people safe. Yeah. So I think that's my favorite. And the most fun though, on the same note, is sort of the things we shouldn't have to say. Like that oh, was God. such a fun that episode. That was my my favorite episode by far. Yeah. And it's just because it was just us. It's the things we talk about in the office. Yeah. And and I think it's a chance for people to see really who we are and how we think. Um, yeah. Those are the what fun ones. Well, I have one for you. You didn't know. Um, okay. What do you think now? Because this is basically two years. What do you think now is still like probably the hardest part in the beginning is different, right? So what do you think now is the hardest part? The fact that we now have, we know we have listeners. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and what I mean by that is it's, it's one thing when you're working out the kinks and, you know, well, no, but not many people aren't listening. And now it's making sure that we don't waste people's time, that we, that we share something that's interesting and entertaining and that they go, because it's like with everything we do. Is content driven, right? right? I want you to feel like because you listen to the mag to listen to the podcast, read the magazine, or follow us on Instagram, that you've got the scoop. Mm-hmm. And so it's really important to me that we never phone it in. Yeah. On that note, I think it's like really incredible how tapped into like every single story you are because like we're you're not <laughs> writing them individually, but you are often, you know, the source. If you picked like you're you're everywhere. So like if you oh I heard about this, follow this lead, so you know about it. But I think for me, one of the hardest parts is if if say for example, like like Lauren and I did development together, but she covered more of the projects than I did. And so that's such a hard thing to know about, especially right. if you weren't the one that interviewed them. So I think just for me, the hardest part is like obviously I'm aware of all of our content. Like right, I'm, the, but I'm the editor, but but knowing all the tits and tails of everything. Yeah, you remember things differently if you're the one that interviewed them personally. Yeah. So I think just like you said, you know, not phoning it in, making sure that you can talk about it confidently. Yeah, we should ask Cece. Ooh, yeah. Cece, you want to add something? What do you think? Oh, what's your favorite, favorite episode? Yeah. She has to sit here and listen to all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I listened to all of them several times. Um, my favorite episode. Of the ones that I was included in, I'll say, because these are the ones I remember the most because I yeah. was in the conversation, as exactly. you just said. Probably the Swipe Life episode. <gasps> that was, uh, that was a fun one. Yeah, I loved teaching you all or proving to you all <laughs> and teaching you all that I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And there is. I like to that say that clip. that's the one that yeah. we gave away the most personal information about all of us. That's true. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, I forgot that about that one, one for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Any observations about the podcast? Um, I would just say, I think over the last couple of years, it's very clear to me, of course, being in here and then just listening to you later, how much more comfortable y'all have gotten with this whole setup. And I (laughs) remember when I said, Gina, I'm telling you, your kids are telling you, we really do have to put cameras (laughs) in here. There was a time where you would have said, "Uh, hell no, we are not doing that. And you were like, okay. You know what? It's time to do it. Yep. And so I'm just, y'all have come a really long way. Yeah. And well, it just keeps getting better. She's the one who makes us sound good when we sound good. So (laughs) thank you. Cheers. Cheers. This has been Office Talk with Raleigh Magazine. I hope after hanging out with us, you feel more like a Raleigh insider. You can find copies of our magazine around town or subscribe for $10 for 10 issues. 
We'd love it if you gave this podcast a rating and review and share it with your friends. This podcast was edited and produced by EarFluence. I'm Gina Stevens. We'll see you again soon. Want more of Raleigh Magazine in between issues? Visit RaleighMag.com and subscribe to our newsletters. They come out Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. Five-minute read keeps you up to date. And especially on Friday, dish on this, where to eat, where to drink, what to do this weekend. Subscribe for free at RaleighMag.com.